welcome to Podcast First Player, episode 247. I'm one of your hosts, Carl, and as always, I'm joined by a man who wishes people would stop jumping on James Corden for stealing jokes. This could permanently damage his career, and we need to remember he's got a wife and three chins to support. <laughs> <laughs> it's only bloody Dan. Hello. Hello. How are thee? I'm very well, I'm sick. I am, uh, I'm, I'm alright, tired. Been a long mm. couple of days, but... It's Wednesday, Dan. We're not caught up on Ahsoka, so we're going to have a break. And I, I've only got one bit of news for you, and then I've, I've, oh. got, I've got something I'm going to ask you. Um, obviously, you know, the new iPhone is out, and it's USB-C-abled. Um, yep. I saw an article just before getting ready for this podcast where... Um, <laughs> Apple are asking people not to use Android USB-C cables um, because it will overheat your iPhone. And they are promptingly urging people to, to purchase the Apple, the official Apple USB-C cable. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> what I will point... How can a cable... It, 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 it's a fault with the phone, not the cable, yeah. surely. Well, the I think we briefly touched on it on, on the last podcast, but the the top end iPhone 15, so like the Pro Max or whatever it is, um, has that's actually been properly certified for for USB C, so it's got your fast charge and everything else. The iPhone 15, the the system on board chip that's inside it cannot actually handle um, a full USB C charging method, so it so it only does a slow um, USB C two uh, USB C one charge. Um, but it, it would be completely irrelevant what cable you used, because the cable can only like input what the phone can receive. So even if you had a 65 watt charge cable, it won't deliver 65 watts of charge to the phone if it doesn't support 65 watt charging. So it's just Apple being dicks. <laughs> yeah, it's it's another outstanding marketing move like samsung did this a few years ago with the galaxy note when they said make sure you use the right charger otherwise your phone will explode <laughs> it, it's basically the same premise like it just use our stuff we have to we have to comply with the law yeah. and try and make this more user-friendly for everyone but ignore that because your phone will explode <laughs> if you don't do what we do like how about instead of making phones that are dangerous if you if you comply with the laws that you're now being set by. How about just, you know, do the same thing that literally everyone else is having to do? I mean, when it comes to the, I think it was the Note 9, I think it was, that did actually overheat and blow up. I believe them on that. <laughs> but it's, I think it's a lot more viable as a company to, like you say, to make something that isn't dangerous and then just complies with the, the basic fundamentals of um, devices that need to be charged via a plug, or include it with the phone. So, yeah. the, so the one that it's you costing think enough as it use, is, for God's yeah, sake. If you are d destined to only use the one that they say that you got to use, include it with the phone. Is this <laughs> is this like an official announcement? Is this on their website or something? I don't know if it's on the website. It was an Apple store um, that put the news out. Um, oh, so, just one of them. Uh, I believe it started with one and another sort of chimed in. Yeah, to, that's that's to that's a up. store not hitting its fucking bonus targets. That's Most likely. 
Um, but I, I refuse to spend any kind, whether it's a HDMI cable, uh, a, a USB-C cable. I'm not paying like premium prices for a premium cable. It's the same fucking cable. <laughs> yeah. I'm not paying. I'm not paying it. Um, I will say. Also, I'm pretty sure it's their fault. Like if you if you use if it now has to uh, if it has to support a universal cable that any anything can yeah. you know. Uh, plug into it to, That's the to point charge. That is the point of it to make sure it's accessible for everybody. Um, but surely the fault lies with them if yeah. it you try and use them. a universal one and it doesn't work or it causes damage to the phone. Surely that's their fault because of the poor design. I mean, it could be literally a really, really bad way of going about going, well, we did, we tried, it didn't work, so we're going to go back to the lightning adapter. Maybe, but surely that would have to be that would have to be investigated, like yeah. in, impartially by presumably two people for mm. twenty minutes going, "Nah, bollocks." Yeah. Well, I think like, it'll it'll work absolutely fine. We're on about. I think it, I, I, I'm going to say TechCrunch, but I'm not hundred percent sure if it was them. But they they basically had um, like since this news broke, they've had an iPhone uh, 15 on charge with a generic USB C cable. And had one on charge with like the official um, Apple USB-C cable, and neither of them have like temperatures. Have really of course, they of course they haven't. <laughs> like that means that if they like if that was if there was anything behind it, it means that they'd have to issue a product recall. Yeah. Well, they because was... they they've sold a faulty and potentially dangerous product. There's there's nothing in the um like the user like the little booklet that comes with the with the 15 there's nothing in it that says you have to use um an apple certified usb-c cable which is also made in the same place that most of the usb-c C, usb-c cables are made so yeah. that's all it is it's just a generic um cable but it's just white yeah why well, I, I mean i'm pretty sure i've got one in a plug down here that's white <laughs> it's not an apple one it, it's just yeah again people and people will believe it, and people will buy it. Of course they will. And they'll... It's the same with the fucking morons who put it in the microwave. Yeah. <laughs> Although, the internet told them to do so. I did see a funny thing yesterday um, where someone with... I don't think it was a MacBook, I think it was a laptop. But they'd been eating some... Um, I want to say Chipotle. Um, and a little grain of rice had got landed on the laptop, and then obviously they'd closed it. And when they opened it, obviously because it was a hard piece of rice, it had cracked the screen they're like oh, no i thought these were meant to save electronics <laughs> obviously when you get them wet you put them in a bowl of rice <laughs> rice yeah i think it's uncooked rice though so. yeah uh, i don't think it would work with a laptop either no. um i'm pretty sure that's an urban myth you know the whole rice what thing. the i don't know I'm, I'm pretty sure that i've seen I don't know if it's phones, um, some sort of, I can't, honestly, I can't remember what it is. It's probably like one of those sort of like urban legend, you know, like friend of a friend mm. of a friend or whatever. Um, but like the silicon, that's that's the point of that, the silica um, like pieces yeah. that you put it in with a, a device and it keeps the moisture at bay. Um, but I don't know, it's, it's like using like a dehumidifier to, you know, uh, drain a pool like it'll, it'll do something towards it but is is it powerful enough to actually do what you need it to probably not also it can't repair damaged electronics yeah so it might make like it if you just to turn on 
but yeah, well, it's it, it might it might dry out any um, uh, moisture. Yeah, but also it's not drawing moisture. So if it's inside, like if it's inside and in the battery and swimming around or whatever, it's probably fucked. About a bag of rice isn't going to sort that unless none of the electronics were damaged. Then it dries on its own. And it was going to work anyway, regardless of whether it's in there. Possibly. And that's the problem, though, because 90% of people, maybe even higher, and that's already a high percentage, but maybe maybe higher, they've dropped the phone in the toilet or the bath or, or whatever. The first thing they're going to do is turn it on to see if it still works. And mm. as soon as you've turned it on and it bridges that connection and the water's in it, it's fucked it Bzzzt. more yep. than it potentially would have been if you'd have just left it and banged it in some rice or whatever. Um, I can say every time I've tried it, it's never worked. I've, tr- I've tried the rice thing a few times, and it's never. Well, how many times have you dropped a phone in water? The last time was the Galaxy Note three, or f- yeah, Galaxy Note three, which ironically, if it had fell horizontally, it wouldn't fit. <laughs> but it went <laughs> blop, um, and there's, I did like a whole thing on Instagram because I stripped the phone apart, um, dried everything out, um, and then put it all back together, and it worked for about four days. And then it's like, and then never came back on ever again. (laughs) That was the last time I did it. Um, The the first time it happened was like an old Siemens phone. Do you remember Siemens? Yeah. Um, I had the very first phone that had MP3 capability. And the day I got it, I dropped it in the toilet. (laughs) Outstanding. And I put it in rice in an airing cupboard. <laughs> and it never works. It's basically a desert. There's yeah. no way that moisture can escape from that. In in Rugely, that that's as close to the Bahamas as you're ever gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> I had some uh, some people down from somewhere fancy yesterday, and they were about like cheese boards and and stuff because there was like a a little do thing before they came down. Um, <laughs> and I was saying like down here, if someone we would like assume a, a cheese board would be like baby bells and some like mini cheddars. That's a cheese board for us. <laughs> or knob cheese. I mean, we're not even that posh. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you, your knob cheese and your, your cheese strings. That, that's too good. <laughs> like, oh really? Yeah. I I my school uh, when I, when I was younger, people used to have baby bells and then they'd put the like the wax, like just kind of like at the top of a the like behind the radiator so whoever was sat there and lent on it it all stuck to the jumper all <laughs> like, oh, right it's just that's just the thing that we did <laughs> that'll throw it at the ceiling <laughs> you know you melt it enough and then you and then it hardens and sticks up there yeah yeah people at school were more they put um knives on the <laughs> inside of their sleeve and sniff it during class because it was <laughs> It's getting high on the fumes or whatever. Why not? It's a, yeah. it's a safe crime. <laughs> Nobody gets hurt. <laughs> I mean, apart from your lungs, yeah. but sure. Um, as, uh, that's all the news I've got, though, Dan. Nothing nothing crazy's happened. We can't talk about Soka. But I made some mm-hmm. notes of things to remind me to ask you about on the podcast. So I'm just going to start off with witch trials. You went to see um, Auntie Donna at the weekend. Um, live in Manchester, um, and then you, the second that it finished, we haven't really we haven't talked about this really either. Um, no. But like, I'm assuming as soon as it finished, he just sent me a list of random things and said, "Remind me to talk <laughs> about these on the podcast." So I did. 
<laughs> yeah, mainly for the fact that there was a lot of um, that there's a lot. Of, I, I wish I'd filmed it, or I wish it was it was filmed. I'm I'm hoping that maybe one of them they they have recorded because there was. I, I wasn't sure how this sort of stage show would work. I wasn't sure if it would be like a like a sketch show. It would be like skit to skit to skit to skit. Um, if it was just going to be like a, a, a comedy night, so they just sort of do jokes and mm. silly songs or whatever. Should, um, just before you do, uh, like soldier on with it. Should we explain to people who aren't Donna or I in case they don't know? <laughs> I'd say go for it. Yeah, yeah. little little well, intro. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's a bit of a. They are, I'd say, a bit of a niche group. Um, but I, I feel like if people are listening, if they like us, they'll love Arnie Dodd because <laughs> they like us. Sorry, we're not even in the same fucking no, sport, let alone what, the same league. That's what I'm saying. Like, if people could muddle through this, oh, right, they'd be yeah. all on fucking board for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but they are, they're, um, they're... Are they Australian or New Zealand? Um, I think Australian. Down that way, anyway. Um, I, I think <laughs> Broden might be from New Zealand, but I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. sure. I think he's from, I'm, I'm sure he's from Perth. Yeah. Um, but they, they're 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 a, a comedy group um, that I believe started online and then has ventured to Netflix and then has just got a lot bigger over time. They also have their own podcast, um, but mainly just so people don't think that Dan went to see his auntie Donna. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have an auntie Donna. Um, but yeah, they're 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 an absurdist. Hmm. Uh, comedy troupe. So there's three uh, main performers, so uh, Zach, Mark and uh, Broden. And then there's um, two other members, um, which are Sam and Tom, I want to say, um, who do sort of like writing and directing and things like that for them. Uh, but th- those other names could be wrong, so apologies if that's the case. But um, I was first introduced to Wally Donna through um one of the only youtube channels that mm-hmm. i can tolerate to be fair like to to the extent of like i actually look forward to watching new content yeah. for them because like you know there's like channels that'll sort of like dip in and out of every now and then or you know they do some good stuff and i'm not but because they've expanded so much they've got like 15 other seasons like about other series and shit yeah. like that that i'm not super fussed about but these guys which is uh, mr sunday movies um everything they do is just it's great mm-hmm. Like it's for the most part, it's well researched. They're funny. They like it's it's what we aspire to be if we could be bothered. Yeah, they're a good version of us. <laughs> yeah, in essence, yeah. Um, but they had because they're from Australia as well. Uh, they had a couple of these Auntie Donners uh, on on one of their uh, shows because they never they never have guests like uh, sort of like talking about stuff or like playing games or whatever. Um, and it was to it was marrying up with a uh, big old house of fun, which is that Netflix show that you just mentioned that coming out on Netflix. So I was listening to, oh, well, I was watching that video, and I thought, oh, these guys are actually quite funny. And then there was a second video that was up with them talking about how they got that Netflix show and the kind of the weird sort of Hollywood stuff that they have to do. Because um, I'd seen I'd seen it like show up on my, my featured page is like oh you know you might like this sort of thing. i was just like what the fuck is that absolutely not <laughs> i thought it was just like um maybe something like uh uh what's that uh superstore something like that it's just sort of like oh, very bright very yeah. kind of like open sitcom-y kind of thing and i was like yeah there's like this there's, there's 15 of these out at the moment i'm yeah. you know not particularly interested 
But they were funny on this, so I thought, oh, fucking hell, maybe I should check this out. And within 20 minutes, I, I was just like, this is, the, this is fucking incredible. So um, since that point, I've basically watched the majority of their, like, all the, the content that they've got on YouTube, uh, their, their podcast. I used to listen at work um, to their podcast, but I had to stop because I was literally just crying, <laughs> just laughing in the middle of the office. It's ridiculous. Um and they announced that they were doing a UK tour, um, and I went to to get tickets, and they'd already they'd sold out almost immediately. Um, but because they'd done so well, like they were they were just sort of like fucking hell, we, we've sold out all of these dates. Like we we're actually going to have a look at um, putting some more in. Um, and they did two sh- like a couple of extra shows in like London and Manchester, I think. And I managed to snag a couple of tickets too to go to that one, which is what we did on Sunday, one o'clock on a Sunday as well. Very, very time. good, <laughs> very good time to to go to a comedy show because not everyone is absolutely smashed it out of fucking <laughs> tree by that point. Um, and they're like, they haven't been sort of like nervous all day or whatever, or they've already had another performance, so they're knackered or whatever. Like it was, it felt like it was just like absolute peak Pinnacle of the day. Time. Yeah. So there was um, a support act, uh, which I wasn't expecting. I thought it was just going to be it was just going to be them I, again. I didn't know what the show was going to be, but I thought it was just going to be them. I, they had a support act um, called Elf Shit. I forgot the name now. Um, <laughs> That's what it was. Elf Shit. I was like, wow, that's controversial. No. <laughs> um, uh, it's a British female comedian, anyway. She's pretty funny. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, maybe this is what this is going to be. Then you know, they've got mm. like some some sort of UK acts that are going to come in, lead up, and then they'll come on and do like a... a collaborate with them. Well, maybe not even that. Just sort of like, you know, just sort of like like a live at the Apollo kind of thing. You know? yeah. Someone yeah. comes in, does a set. Someone comes in, does a set, a set, a set. And then they do like a best off or whatever. Um, but it was, it was just her. She did the opening. Again, kind of warmed people up pretty well. Um, and then they came on and it was just like, it was basically... It was about an hour and a half, two hours. And I would love to see another show of this same tour because other than like obviously like the skits that they're doing, yeah. I would love to know how much of that is actually rehearsed <laughs> because it felt like about 10% of it was stuff that they planned to do and everything else they just made up on the spot. And it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> like I was just crying my eyes out the whole fu- like my eyes were so like because I wear lenses um, my eyes were so sore by the end of it because like I was just I was just I was just doing this just <laughs> constantly because my eyes were just constantly streaming but they did um, like a hot, like I said like a bunch of sort of like improv stuff where they were sort of like riffing with the crowd um, and they had like a few new songs that they performed um, and a few sort of like just sort of like funny sketches um, but they did a couple of old classics, so they did like Everything's a Drum, and they did uh, Morning Brown. But they'd only do like the start of it, and then it would just sort of like go off on its own little tangent. So it'd be like enough sort of fan service to kind of like yeah. tease someone's bollocks. But then there'd be something new that would come from it, which was still quite cool. Um, so the one that you mentioned then was uh, Witch Trials. Witch Trials. So. This this is going to stick with me for the rest of my life, and I don't know why it was so funny, right? But it just it absolutely tickled me, and I couldn't stop laughing about it. 
<laughs> but basically, they they uh, you, you know they're sort of like they're they're on stage. They haven't really got like props and special effects or whatever. You know, they've just kind of got like the odd outfit or whatever they'll change into. Um, but um, they uh, like I think it's Mark came up and sort of just like. Uh, or no, it might have been like a VO actually, um, but it was just like oh, in um, in the late sixteen hundreds, um, you know, the, there was there was a, the string of um, witch trials and you know uh, burnings at the stake, blah 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 blah, just sort of to do like a bit of a, a build up. Yeah. Um, and then they <laughs> they they sort of came together whilst this intro was happening, and they put on like sort of big stereotypical sort of pointy witch hats. <laughs> Um, and it's just like, and then in, in in the town of Salem, there was the Salem witch time trials, and then they started doing the bleep test. So they go boop, and they just ran to the other stage, like the other side of the stage before going boop, and then they just had to run back again. And I don't know why, it was just, it was so I wasn't expecting it. It was so odd. I, I couldn't stop laughing about it. It was just so they just popped these little witch hats on and they just did a bleep test. Really for like weird. 30 seconds. I was talking and about I, the beep test the other day. <laughs> right, it's like it's almost no one must recognize that anymore. Um but that absolutely <laughs> fucking got me that did. Um there was um there was a they did like a, a new song about a robot about, about being like a robot motherfucker um and like just being um just fucking people's mums. <laughs> and then Broden went up to some person in the in the crowd, like well, shouted at someone in the crowd, and was just like, "You, what's your mother's name?" Like as part of like the robot song, and they were like, "Oh, um, my mom's dead." And he went, uh, 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 and they went, "Oh, no, money joke," and it's like Stephanie or whatever. And he went, "Oh, fucking," and then like he came back, like then he finished like this robot song, and then he, he moved on to another sketch, and then like just like halfway through the next sketch, he was just like. Well, you know, I, I'd love to go back and do the robot song, but someone absolutely threw me off my game by telling me that their mom was dead. So, like, he clearly had like this whole thing planned out. Yeah. I just wasn't expecting that. Oh, and it was, it was so good. Um, but then they had a, a game of noughts and crosses, or the the world's the world championships of people who can't play noughts and crosses, like the worst noughts and crosses players in the world. Um, and it lasted for about 10 minutes. And it was just them just sort of like just... Again, it just felt like everything was just a riff. Like, they just... It was like the briefies. Just do a funny noughts and crosses game. Yeah. And you can't, you've got to make it last as long as possible before it's not funny anymore. <laughs> um, so they were... Um, yeah, they, they did that for a bit. Um, there was... Uh, there was there was a sketch that <laughs> started, um, and they they just sort of like um, like Broden and 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 Zach were sort of like they were just skipping around the stage, and Broden was like, "I'm the king of poo, I'm the king of poops," and Zach was like, "Oh, I'm just a little poo peasant, oh." I've got a question, King Poo. Oh, oh, I've got the knowledge of all the King Poos. Yes, what's what's your question, Peasant Poo? And he's like, oh, um, oh, can, can a poo fart? And, and Broden's like, oh, well, I get... Oh. Oh. What are we doing? 
with our lives. <laughs> and they just stop this whole thing. And then, like, they just sort of like, what are we doing? Like, we're supposed to be fucking professionals. We're talking about poo and stuff. And then Mark comes skipping on. And he's like, I'm the poo princess. And they're like, no, actually, we're not feeling it. He's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> fucking hell. So they sort of go off and have a bit of a sort of a muttered conversation. And they, they came back on. It's like, uh, we're, we're, we've rethought it. We're, we're going to cut the the poo fart sketch. It's it's too it's too you know silly and funny. Um, it's not it's not funny. It's, it's silly. So, uh, but you know we're still a technical kind of show. So we we still have to get through the soundtrack for that. Um, so apologies, and we'll just let it play. And they just stand on the stage, and it's just going, <laughs> and it's just it's just for everyone was just absolutely falling about. And it's just, it's just the, the just the stupidest fart noises Jesus. for about five minutes, and they went right. Sorry about that. <laughs> just moved on to the next thing. Um, what else? What else did I say? Um, well, you, you've ticked off witch trials, king poop, robot, noughts and crosses. You got the Pope. Oh yeah, um, Broden just got that, this this hat. Um, it was just this really shit. It was a, it's an emoji poo hat. <laughs> What like and from the on, film, or just in, yeah, a, just a like, poo just, in general? Just like a poo, like a curled poo, like a emoticon <laughs> poo. Um, but they'd spray painted one side of it white and like put gold trim on it, and he just put this out and he went, "I'm the Pope." <laughs> and then they just started doing some like some Pope stuff. Um, and then they turn it round, and then he'd be like, "Oh, I'm the poop." <laughs> <laughs> then like Mark came on and read like a text message chain between like the, the show directors saying like um, oh we got this bit about um, the Pope can we get a Pope hat and she's like oh I don't know if we can get a Pope hat and just read through this text message chain she's like I've got this poo hat and I can like spray paint it or something <laughs> and then he just he finished this conversation and then just walked off again and it was just oh man so Every, everything they did was so fucking stupid um, but I, I was just ev- everyone was just absolutely falling about, like <laughs> the, because it's a theatre show as well. You know, it's not like going to the cinema where everyone's going to be half cut by by the time the film starts. Yeah. Like, um, everyone was just everyone was a nerd. Like you could tell. Like we were literally as we were driving in, we were just sort of like they're going, they're going, <laughs> they're going, because you could just tell the sort of people yeah. that would be going to a show like that. Um. And yeah, I, I did nearly buy um, a t-shirt, like a like a souvenir thing. It's very expensive, so I'm sort of, but I'm just sort of like, yeah, you know, when am I going to get to see them again? Um, but the queue was massive, so I didn't fucking yeah. bother. Um, but they they had um, <laughs> so uh, when Broden had this this po but this po poo poo pope hat, and he went ding like that when he hit it. And everyone just went, oh, like, and then, and then he did it again. And then he was like, going like, ooh, ooh, bonk. And then Mark came on on, on like the thing. And he was just like, like, can, can you stop? Can you just stop milking it? Like, we, we don't really want to do all this fan service stuff, right? You, you, They got it after the second one. They know what you're doing. They, they, know, they know what you're going to do. Can we just fucking skip to the, skip to the point, please? And then he went, oh. Everything's a drum bum, and then it was the everything's a drum song for a bit. Um, but they they did like the you know the Janiel um, 
uh, family fortunes thing. They did, they they did like a start. Fucking hilarious! It's (laughs) so good, isn't it? But they they did that for a bit. Um, It's it's not even just sort of like oh my god that was a funny joke. Like everything they were doing was just it was it was they were fucking up and they were taking the piss out Mm -hmm. of each other and they just it felt like half of it they were just sort of they were coming up with on the spot. It was some of the funny bits, like some of the funniest bits of like the Mighty Boosh live, um, like stage shows, and it would be, um, you know, I can never remember his uh, Rich, um, Fuller. But, yeah, he'd be like quite close to North Fielding, and he'd be like doing like a like a, a, a spiel or something, and then when it came to North Fielding's line, it just be like. Just spat all over me, <laughs> like, <laughs> and then like, it, like Richard get dead embarrassed, and Julia would be laughing, and like they were like, they were really funny shows anyway, but they those stupid little ad lib bits that shouldn't happen made it even funnier. Yeah, that's um, it's literally it's like Mark was just like, oh, just oh, sorry, I've I've just snotted down myself. It's <laughs> like I'm trying to I'm trying to like do it on my shirt so I can keep it out of the way. It's like yeah, well, don't tell him. Like there, there was a bunch of stuff like that. They did like um, you know, like uh, oh well, you know, there was this there was this one joke that we this one sketch that we wanted to do, but you know, um, we, we're going to cut it. It's a job interview sketch. We did it in London, but you know. Uh, and everyone was like, "Boo!" <laughs> and uh, they they seemed genuinely sort of like, "Oh, um, I, I didn't know that there was a problem with London, but okay, sure." Um, but you know, we, we we did it in London; it went down a treat. But we don't, you know, we don't think you're going to be into it unless you want us to. <laughs> do you think we should do the? the yeah, right. And then they came. Oh, it was so good. And they basically just ripped on Manchester for about ten minutes. <laughs> They're just like, "Oh, well, you know, oh, come in, sit down. Oh, well, you know, where are you from, Manchester? Oh, right, okay. I thought, I thought they were all big fucking stupid cunts in Manchester. <laughs> like it was just like because clearly, you know, do it in London, play yeah. to the London crowd. So presumably, they did the same thing in London, and they go, oh, you know, well, you know, we're doing this one in the north, whatever, yeah." <laughs> And oh, it was it was so good. Like there wasn't a single stupid joke, or uh, like they even did like they did a, a pud song, but it was um, uh, a parody of um, "I Kissed a Girl," but I liked it. The Katy Perry okay. thing. But I did wonder why I, Katy Perry was on the list. <laughs> yeah, um, but there was like uh, they they brought these sort of like lyrics down underneath this this cat's face. Um, <laughs> Which was like in the center of the stage, like the back right. of the stage. So they like pulled the thing down, and um, oh, they did like they. Uh, there's just there's bits of it that just keep creeping back into my head. But they, they they did this thing where like they kept resetting because they were they were talking about like this World Norton Crosses Championship, or whatever. But they fucked up the intro, so Zach walked back off again, and then um, they 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 reset the whole thing about eight times just because like they play the sting like to get the music going but then they went, ah, let's just do that again and they just kept on just restarting it again and again and every time they did it it's just stupider and not as funny which makes it makes even it more funny, funny. <laughs> yeah um but then they they pulled it like they did this you know i ate a pud and i liked it in my tummy or but i don't know what it was but then they pulled the lyrics down and everyone sort of sang along and then they then they brought Cowdoy out. Um and yeah, that then it was like some really it was just sort of they did um 
they were just doing like a bit of a, a, a sort of a jokey sort of sketch or conversation or whatever it was. Uh, and then there was just sort of a bit of a lull and then just Brown just went, and that's the end. <laughs> and the lights just went out. <laughs> it was so good. You knew it was going to be a good show when like, uh, you got there, you sent me a, a photo of the, of the stage mm. and they had that QR code and a yeah, text yeah. And said like, you should scan it and see like where it takes you. It was just like, fuck you or whatever it was. It was like, yeah, it was just be a, it was great a screenshot that someone had done on like a MacBook or something like that that just said, fuck you, F-U-K, you, just like in, just in paint or some like equivalent of that. It's just so stupid. It was hilarious. So clever. Honestly, it just, like, because it proper took you in and you're sort of like, oh, this is already good, this. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, now I'm, I'm hoping that they do, like if this whole tour goes well, um, and then they come back and do um, another tour. Um, yeah, I'm without a doubt going to get um, tickets to go and see that as well. But what it makes me think is, so like I remember seeing an interview or something where it said that um, Big Old House of Fun, uh, like the the reason that they they did that is because there was like a bunch of like off cuts of like mm. sketches and jokes and things like that that they didn't do or didn't have time or the budget to do. Um, so it was like a culmination of like years and years worth of work. And then this was just sort of like, because it's not even like, if you go and watch all of their like YouTube stuff, there's no crossover, not that I've seen. I mean, there's like, there's, there's a, there's like the school nurse and stuff like that. Like that's a YouTube short yeah, that they've done. Yeah. Um, but then they just build on it and they've done like a roll call thing in the school, but then they've changed it to like a housemate interview thing where it's like a, just a, a funny cavalcade yeah. of characters. Um, so they, they, it looks like they're trying to keep it quite sort of like fresh and original. So I'm hoping that if they do this tour, if they've got like offcuts and stuff like that that they want to use, and then maybe we can get a second season out of that. Well, I'm not. I don't know about a second season, but they've got the they they've, there's another show that they've got. There's, yeah, they've got the coffee shop thing, yeah. which I've been looking for and I cannot find anywhere. It's I can't. I think on it's UK on TV. like Peacock or something like that in America. Like so, some exactly. some channel we haven't got. And it doesn't seem to be on like Amazon Prime or Netflix or whatever. Um, but it's, I did, there was a sketch I saw and they uploaded, um, I want to say yesterday or Sunday. Um, and it's the, I don't know if it was a new or old one. It looked reasonably new because of the like quality of the filming, but um, where Mark's trying to show them a video. Yeah, that is own. a new one, yeah. And that was the, st- Stupidest but most funniest thing I'd seen like all day. It was ridiculous. Yeah. It was it was it's a it's a nothing video. It's just very funny. Like even even down to like splitting the hot dog. <laughs> like, why a hot dog? Why in three pieces? <laughs> like sort of. I just want to eat the, the hot dog. <laughs> um, oh oh oh! I'm sorry. Did, did I just grab your dick? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah you go did. back to that as well. <laughs> He's putting the blanket on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. But there's, I, I, as much as I, I love Auntie Donna, I equally understand why some people don't get it. It's not. Yeah, it, it's I, a I not for it's everyone. Not, comedy. It's not formulaic. No, though. it's not like it's sort of like a setup punchline. It's it's more. It's not even just sort of like they're saying a funny thing or doing a funny yeah. thing. It's just whatever they're doing or saying or describing or whatever is just silly and yeah. stupid and a lot of the time childish, but it, it just still kind of works. Like a lot of their podcasts and stuff like that, 
it's it's all like improv yeah. and they're like coming up yeah. with characters and stuff like that on the spot and like some of their funniest stuff is just coming from a character that they made up on the spot and just they pushed it to their absolute mm-hmm. like, I think Ricky Gervais does that a lot of times like I've seen like interviews with his uh, sort of like people who've worked with him and his friends and stuff like that that you know he might do a thing that's funny but then he'll do it again and again yeah. and again and again and again until it absolutely infuriates you and then when you snap and you're like oh fuck off <laughs> That's that's what he's after. Yeah. Like he's after that breaking point, and they they they've got that similar kind of like, oh, we'll just do a stupid character that everybody hates, and we'll just keep doing it until it turns into being yeah. funny because yeah. of how shit it is or whatever. Well, it's like like Swimmy Boy, like <sighs> it's the most annoying. It's so gross. Yeah, and... I don't like it, but it's always funny. <laughs> but that's the thing; it's because of how milked it is now yeah. as well. I, I think like that's. That's what makes it funny. With, with that though, it's like it could it could be part of the the, the skit, but it does seem that like Broden like genuinely doesn't like it, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if that's what makes it a lot funnier as well. Um, and there was what I can't remember. Um, I can't remember what he called it, but he he said he was something else. Um, and Broden was like, "I thought you were. You've literally just said you were, you were, you were silly boy." And he's just like, I forgot. <laughs> it's just like, I don't, I don't even know why it's funny. <laughs> like, yeah. But they're just, I mean, back in the day, it would have been like, this was the mighty boosh to an extent where it's you're a little bit more surreal comedy. And you go, you might like it. It's a little bit weird. It's a little bit zany. But compared to Auntie Donna, the mighty boosh is very heavily scripted. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was just that, I suppose at the time people are watching Friends and sitcom mm. comedy, and then you see something like The Boosh, which is a bit more psychedelic, I suppose. But it's a it's a bit more sort of like it's like your BBC Three sort of like yeah. you know it's a bit of a punt on a you know is this going to work? Is it not really going to work? Exactly. Whereas like your your friends and your Seinfelds and your Office and stuff like that, they've got. 15 writers <laughs> who are all you know absolutely. <laughs> rinsed to the bone to try and squeeze every bit of comedy um you know what's going to work what can we say network ratings and rules and blah 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 whereas that was more just sort of like well we just want a giant guy that's made of bubble gum that can just come in and do a silly dance and make everybody (laughs) dance and turn all pink and a gorilla that's that can talk but plays the drums and like sure you know it's it's silly and it's weird but it's still you kind of follow some sort of structure, I guess. Yeah, you've got you've got your cast of lovable rogues. You've got your what could be seen as villain type characters, um, the, like your Dixon Bainbridge and stuff. That you're not rude yeah. for, but you, it's always funny when they when they come along. Whereas Arnie Donna, like, could you imagine if like YouTube and Netflix and that didn't exist, and we still had to abide by like your Channel Four or your BBC rule? Arnie Donna'd never be on telly. <laughs> Not here, it wouldn't. <laughs> no, not a chance in hell. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Like, no, it's I... just it's too reverent. Yeah, it's like, it, it, I don't... I'm pretty sure because like it's still got like not great ratings. I think it's just like I'm gonna have a look on Rotten Tomatoes now and just see what. Um... I think it'll be on like the probably fifty to sixty percent. I'd say I, about I think... sixty sounds about right. I think yeah. it deserves to be higher, but I don't think it's very high. I could be, I could be wrong though. I no, I, I no, I'd, I'd say you're probably about right. I just don't think it's, it's the sort of thing that anyone could just get into. Mm. Some of the sketches do take a, a few watches, 
Um, wow, no, I'm completely wrong. Uh, average smarter meter, 100%. Ah, there you go. Audience score, 94%. There you go. Um, that's that's season... very surprising, though. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Genuinely I'm very, shocked by very that. glad. Uh, but to be yeah. fair, though, because it, it's not always just the um, the numbers themselves, it's how many yeah. people, you know. <laughs> you look into it, and it's like uh, three reviews, Mark. Uh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, six reviews, so like pr- critic reviews, yeah. or whatever, and then fewer than fifty ratings, mm. which means that there's not very many people that have watched it, but the ones that have love it. Yeah, which s- seems about right. Um... Also, that's a terrible review. Aussie sketch troupe uses sexual humor, cartoonish violence. That's it. I mean, that's. But that's also like, except for the the Australian bit, that's most shows. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, what would they say about the boys? <laughs> yeah, it uses it uses bloody comic book superpowers and sexual and oh, it's violence. too violent, too violent. <laughs> they keep saying cunt and it's inappropriate. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's Australian as well, not from England. <laughs> yeah. I remember um, we had a we had a negative comment on a video years and years and years and years and years ago, and they called us Australians. <laughs> Did they? I can't really put any stock in anyone who comments on a thing and then gets intrinsic information wrong. Yeah, I mean, like it was. I remember the video. It was the Supergirl reveal, pilot um, video. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, they 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 commented and just saying like they they didn't agree with what we were saying. And then called us Australians. I was like, well, <laughs> you can't have listened to very much of us if you think we're no, Australian. No, I mean, I'd also, <laughs> you don't agree with us, fine, fill your boots. We're not too fussed about that. <laughs> Say that we're from a different continent. Well, no. <laughs> I, again, I can't really put much stock in your opinion if you can't even get the basics right. No geography. So, <laughs> yeah. I'd understand if they, they called us like, Londoners or something. Oh, you idiot, limey bitches, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, something yeah. stupid like that. But Fine, yeah. It's not even close to Australia. <laughs> no. Anyway, um, but no, I'm, I'm very glad you enjoyed it, though. And Yeah, I mean, it's it's your own fault that you weren't there, to be honest. It is. Because I did, um, I, was, I remember I was sat on the toilet at work when I got a notification saying that there was extra dates added. And I, I contacted you and I was like, yeah. I'm going to buy them now. And I need you to tell me if you can come or if you want to go or whatever. And you didn't come back to me in time. Yeah. The so, nine. And I mean, in time. I mean, I'm. It was like ten minutes because I was yeah. like, I'm not risking. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't losing like a day. this again. <laughs> like... No, 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 no. <laughs> like, if, if, you know, it wasn't a huge venue. It's like a couple of thousand people, and yeah. there was like three rows in front of us that were all empty, um, which was great, by the way. Just like having so much sort of like extra space around was so good. Um. They, I'm sure that they, they did take a picture um, at the end of the show. Um, I'll have to have a look on their uh, Instagram or something and see if it's on there. I'll point out, roughly speaking, where we were. Yeah. You, you absolutely won't be able to see us. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if they do another one, you'll have to actually pull your finger out mm. and actually try and I mean, answer your fucking it phone. It is annoying, because I no, I'm pretty, normally pretty quick with replying messages. But um, I can't remember if I was, like, 
I honestly, I think you were in a meeting. I'm pretty sure I was in a meeting, yeah. Yeah, I think it was quite an actually important meeting that you couldn't just be pissed about on your phone. (laughs) What have you got the number? Say, shut up, it's on in other tickets. (laughs) 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 But no, I think it was, if I remember rightly, it was a meeting where, like, it wasn't just a meeting over Teams. It was like a face that I had people there, so I couldn't even just like sneakily do it off camera. Um, Yeah, but again, it's just one of those those things and. I'd have felt worse. It was shit that I couldn't go, but I'd have felt worse if you had missed out on tickets because you waited for me to answer. That I'd have yeah. felt really fucking bad for that. At least one of us the, should go. The, yeah, well, I mean, the, the first time I just I'd missed I'd missed yeah. the window. They just they they were snapped up too quickly. Um, but it makes again though it makes me think that if they do decide to do another tour, um. They'll go shit. Well, this is how many tickets we actually sold for the last one, yeah, so we'll yeah. try and plan that many dates or this yeah. venue or whatever. So, well, I remember there should be options there. Seeing an interview with them, <clears throat> excuse me, where it was like because of COVID, they had planned to come over to um, England and oh, other places see. as well, and obviously COVID happened. Um, but I think this is the first time they have come over to do a, a big show. They they played the fringe a few times I think, but I, in terms of like an actual yeah, like, tour, I, mean, like I know a, they've like done a, a few in Australia, yeah. But yeah, I think this is probably the first time. Um, it's Which is a shame, but it's it's a sign of hopefully a sign of things to come. Only getting bigger, only getting bigger, and yeah, I'd say the, so. I don't know how they are a a comedy like team that longevity would be completely dependent on. That's a really good point. Like, are they gonna, uh, like, how do you get to a point where that sort of humor isn't funny anymore? Because I mean, it could, like, it could go the other way, and where it could just get old. I know it, they've been around a long time, and they haven't yet got like old and not funny. Maybe, but I mean, it's it's kind of like the, like a new sort of flavor of like Monty Python. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just sort of yeah, like yeah, it's just it's all sort of like odd, silly sketch things. Like they they. Monty Python, what were they doing that in the seventies? What it seventies, eighties? Yeah, I'd say that some of them were about that age. Um, so I mean, if, if you looked at you know alternative options to Monty Python about that sort of time, I couldn't name you one. Not certainly not that's lasted the test of time. Like sort of like odd, funny yeah. sketch, like silly songs and people dressing in, up in drag and doing whatever. In that era as well, though, you did have like your traditional comedy and. I suppose the more not surreal is definitely not the right word, but you're looking at like Benny Hill and that kind of shit that I've never found particularly funny, personally. Just but, sort of like just sketch show, sketch yeah, show. Yeah, but it, but but well, like your but, two Ronnies, I guess. Then where it's you, just sort of like it's just funny jokes, yeah, Morecambe and Wise, that t- kind of two stuff. Two Ronnies, Morecambe and Wise. That 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 kind of comedy was your more normal comedy of. Of that time period, um, Benny Hill and that was a bit more of your edgy, naughty comedy, and then Monty Python was just your what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, yeah, um, absolute silly on crack bastards. Yeah, yeah, but it's stuff that's completely stood the test of time, and I don't think it will ever like um, Life of Brian and like Holy Grail and stuff. I don't think it will ever not be funny and be considered like genuine classic comedy and it, at the moment I don't think you've got anything in that category other than Auntie Donna it may, there, in there, the mainstream at least anyway there, there 100% will be but in mm. terms of 
what I'm aware of. Really, I can't think of anything personally. Again, it's it's like a lot of it would be sort of like YouTube based, though, wouldn't it? Like you know, we just any yeah. anyone could go on and just do some silly improv or whatever, and just record it and stick it up on YouTube. You're going to find mm. something similar in there, but as in they've got a show, they can do a uh, like because like I say, like a lot of it's just sort of like just general sort of sitcommy stuff. Yeah, like it's still following some sort of structure. It's not just random, but. Not just random for the sake of being random, like it's still there's still a thought process behind it. There's still it's been it's been written and it's been planned. And... It's it's thought about, yeah. but it, it feels very odd and stupid. It, yeah, Auntie Donna seems like the the writing room um, is just they throw some chewing gum at a wall of words and it'll land on poo, and I'll go, yep, <laughs> go with that. <laughs> Let's do six seasons of jokes yeah. on poo, shall we? I mean, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get their wiki up here just to see if it comes up with like some um, you know oh well you know if mm. they're inspired by or they uh, you know they they're similar to blah 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 yeah yeah um, Arnie Donald's an Australian surrealist comedy group formed in Melbourne blah 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 blah, blah. Sam Max not Tom so oh no Thomas Zahari yeah yeah so there is a, a Tom but there's also a Max as well so apologies um, studio album Netflix series blah blah blah. Um, um, members of the group have cited Monty Python, Sean McAuliffe, um, Mr. Show with Bob and David. Don't know who that is. Uh, Bob, Bob Odenkirk and David Cross. David Cross. He sounds familiar. Tobias. There you go. And the Mighty Boosh as influences. There you go. That's that's quite apparent though. Uh, blah 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 blah. Uh, Melbourne Comedy Festival. Blah blah blah. Um, <laughs> the second live show, Auntie uh, Auntie Donna and the Fax Machine Shop. <laughs> um, they won uh, Best of Live Show debuts internationally at Sketchfest and Edinburgh, uh, Edinburgh Fringe. Edinburgh Fringe. Um, Christmas Pud. Magical Dead Cat Tour. Um, so Broden Mark, that, that. Yeah, it doesn't really doesn't really say too much in the sense of um, like an inspired by, you know, related to yeah kind of thing. Um, I think it would literally just be like your your, your Mighty Boosh, your Mighty Pythons, like because that's. Effect it's like a more madcap, less, uh, less scripted version of that kind of comedy, um, and for for like for for good, not for for bad or anything, but it's dependent on how long they're, they're able to maintain that without it getting stale. Because zany is only zany for so long, and then it becomes norm, and or creepy. Yeah, yeah, but because they're not, uh, they're not overly sexual jokes. Some obviously, some are a bit naughty, but I mean, most of them are about penises and poops and. No, but not in like a like something like like the camping sketch. I can't see that aging, and they they they're gonna loop back to that. Uh, uh, so I don't <laughs> see that happening. But a lot of the when you like the first thing, what's the first thing you think of? We can think of Auntie Donna. Just any any joke. 
Morning Brown. Morning Brown. So I would, I mean, I'd probably go with Pud, to be honest. Yeah. But again, the, the these are Morning Brown, Pud. Uh, oh, no. I've already ruined my thing because the next one I was gonna was gonna be the um, oh my god what's the I can't actually remember the sketch now we watched it together and we were crying for days <laughs> um, I, I think it's in a school oh uh, the bully where Mark's a ball bag but yeah and he's smacking people's bottoms <laughs> yeah, yeah that so I've yeah. already ruined it but also <laughs> the um um. I'm walking down the street. I'm having a poo. I'm walking down <laughs> yeah. the street, and then, but that sketch is funny for the the visual aspect of it when uh, when Mark's apologising because he didn't mean to walk in on him. But Zach, it, uh, uh, Zach, sorry, um, and then he'll be singing and he'll be like, he's a meatloaf style concert or whatever. But then when it cuts back to Broden, it's just Zach there just singing. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, and that was a really funny sketch. Um, but when I, there's not many of them that I I think of automatically where I'll go, it's 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 like a joke that's not going to age very well. Whereas a lot of even some Monty Python things like they're still funny, but they haven't aged as well as some other comedy things have. But again, that's that's comedy in general. There are things that we'll find funny now that in ten years' time will be frowned upon, or it's just not funny anymore. And yeah. I think because of how zany and just wildly out there Ali Donner is, I think they do stand a good chance of kind of beating that longevity guess, scale. Like, sort of like slapstick and like hmm. Mr. Bean, where it's just sort of like it's fairly innocuous, fairly yeah. harmless. Um, they they do they translate quite well, like generationally. Like you could show. Your kids, this yeah, uh, age appropriate, obviously. Um, it's a Mister Bean cartoon, isn't they for kids? Yeah, exactly. Because it just it's it's a guy just getting into funny situations. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to say anything. It's a completely. It doesn't apply to any specific language or any specific culture. It's just a silly thing happening to a silly man. Yeah, and, and that's basically what it is. Other than the language thing, like I think even sort of like um, cultural references. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I did notice is that they 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 made uh, a few jokes about like you know uh, oh I, I worked at uh, PC World before that became Curry's or you know they <laughs> they'd be talking about a Greg sausage roll or something like that. I'm just like eh, it feels like you kind of just <laughs> you googled kind of like what's yeah. what's a go to joke topic in, uh, in in the UK maybe you know the motorways or weather or Londoners, woo, you know, that sort of stuff. <laughs> but I suppose that, that's also kind of playing to your audience a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and and yeah, yeah. I mean, if they'd, have, if they'd have done that, but they'd have said whatever the Australian version of PC World is, whatever the Australian version of Greg's is, no one would have understood. The, yeah, <laughs> the, I know, but you, can't, you, you can still understand what... Yeah, what, what they're talking about, yeah. You know, if, they, if they're going on about... Uh, you know, oh, it's bloody uh, John O's Bakery, and there's like, <laughs> there's always there's always a John O's Bakery in every city. Yeah. Uh, and you get, oh, I'm going to go get myself a nice pie from John O's Bakery. You'd still know what yeah, they're on about. Yeah, you you wouldn't be like, oh, I know what I know what a Greg sausage roll is because <laughs> I bought a Greg sausage roll, so that's funny to me. Well, do you, do you think that they went to Greg's? Um. 
Because that that I'd, I'm I'm, I'm I'd, more I'd okay so. with that. More okay with that. Because um, I was hoping that maybe they'd be sponsored by Greg's and they could like roll some sausage rolls out onto the stage, but <laughs> no such luck. I do like. They also didn't have a giant pud cannon. So that's disappointing. Very disappointing. Would you want to? Would you want to shoot t-shirts or puds though? I'd say pud t-shirts. That's what I mean, like t-shirt, like pud t-shirts, like like the official ones as well, which literally really Just small font that says pud but yeah those, those, those were, that's what like they were natural. selling it was like a green t-shirt with just white writing it just said pud <laughs> just sort of like just yeah just t-shirts. like next to the shoulder here just the worst place um ah oh, if that queue hadn't been so fucking big how, but do you know how much they was or i don't and yeah. that's probably a good thing to be fair <laughs> I, I don't think they'd have been shit i reckon they'd have been like it, it would have been about 30 quid yeah. or something like that but again you can go on their website and get that exact same pud t-shirt for that's, Probably still quite expensive. That's the but. thing with like these days though, where like you could go to like um, I, I can't remember what the I can't, to be fair, I, can't, I was going to say I can't remember the first, but I actually can't remember the last um, like gig I went to and got a t-shirt when I was younger. And I always tried to, but they were typically it was beer or a t-shirt. <laughs> I couldn't afford <laughs> both. I can enjoy um, it. Or I can remember it. Yeah. Um, but now that you don't need to do that nowadays because of the internet. Brought to you by Fifine and their K669D XLR microphone. K669D is an excellent choice if you're upgrading from a USB microphone. You don't want to break the bank. With an all-metal body and grill at only $39.99, it offers tremendous sound and build quality at a really affordable price. Head to podcastversusplayer.com forward slash review to see more. Now, back to the podcast. We, you need to go and watch Ahsoka is what you need to do. That's very true, I do. Um, um, which means that we can have a double episode next week. Yes, and uh, it'll also be the what we'll do, Dan. We're not going to talk about the, it. It's the last it'll one. It'll be the penultimate week. one. Yeah. So we, no, no. Next week, this week's the penultimate. Next week is the final. Oh damn! Really? Oh dang! Also, the Continental um, mm. that dropped uh, at the end of last week as well, and I've been meaning to watch that because it does look quite good. Um, I only found out that it's a, a three episodes. There's only three episodes, but the first one—I don't know if they all are—but the first one was like an hour and a half, so it could be as long as a normal miniseries, yeah. um, just in the space of three hours, oh. uh, three episodes instead. But it could be good. That, that t- only takes it to three, like four and a half episodes. If they're all an hour and a half long, that's only like four and a half episodes, isn't it? Um, it depends, because like, it did, like some. It, like some shows are like twenty eight minutes long. Some of them are like thirty six. And like Dis- the Disney Plus ones just seem to be all over the show. This one's <laughs> this one's thirty three minutes. This one's fifty two minutes. Like it just they just seem to make it up as they're going along. They don't really have like a make sure it's this long. I'm fine with the like. I know what people are saying with like the net like the Netflix thing where it's like it's all that long and it's too, there's too, too many episodes and too much filler and all that stuff. And I agree. But if there's only eight, then I want them to be like an hour long and have enough in them because it doesn't seem to be enough mm. like I have been like I, I think arguably Ahsoka's like the best Star Wars season, series I know you really like Andor but yeah. when you when I say Star Wars I mean this is the most Star Wars show it feels very yeah yeah it's it's like it's Jedi and exactly the Force and whales yeah. and whatever yeah yeah i know we've had dabbles of it with like mandalorian and stuff but i think i think this is the best one but i don't think eight's enough episodes for it 
Um, especially after this one. Not going to go to spoilers, but considering we've only got one left, this was quite a yeah. disappointing episode. Maybe I'll maybe I'll save it until next week then, and maybe I'll watch both of them back, back to back. back. Maybe I'll get more out of it mm. if I've got the build-up and then the finale, yeah. maybe. It wasn't bad. And I, I don't want you to go into it going, I need to get this one out of the way so I can watch the last one. It's just... Again, be, be, because you got this and then one more, it just seemed like there should have been a bit more, like gravitas to it, and it just seemed to be. It seemed a quite a filler episode, even though the content wasn't filler esque. I know that's really a lot of different <laughs> um, points getting across for one thing, but I, I was just quite disappointed um, with it. But hopefully, it'll pay off in the next one. Um, yeah. But equally, I don't want it to just end. And then that's it. Like, yeah. how I think it's going to pay out, it'll lead into either the the, Man, the Mandoverse movie or it'll lead into Ahsoka Season 2 or, or whatever. But if they just go, no, <laughs> and then it's just like, they win and the, the the villain's defeated and that's it. It's just like, you haven't earned that at all. <laughs> yeah. But obviously we'll see. Um, but we'll, uh, we'll talk more about that next week. And we've got Loki to look forward to. Yeah, it starts next Friday, I think. Mm. So we'll be doing... Uh, we'll be starting a spoiler cast for that. So we'll be doing uh, a spoiler cast every Friday, I think. Cause it's on a, is it on a Thursday or is it on a Friday? Uh, well, it, the first episode's on the, the 6th, which is the Friday. So, so probably every I'm Friday. I'm just going to double check because it usually says, like, first episode, blah, and then yeah. every new episode's every whatever. Usually, whatever day it starts on, will be the day that it comes out on as well. Yeah, it just says season two coming on the 6th of October. I'm, I, I'd still assume it's going to be a, a Friday. I'm sure when we looked, the it said it was out on whatever date um, and then premieres every Thursday. But again, that was, that's America. So it, yeah. it should, hour-wise, it should be Friday here. Um, so we'll either do the spoiler cast on the Friday or on the Monday. Um, and we'll do that for every episode. Um, and looking forward to it. Very looking much forward to Loki. First season was yeah, real, real, real good. The, mm. Like probably the standout of the Marvel Disney Plus shows for me. Yeah, all of them. Mm. I think it was very good. And hopefully, they'll follow that. How they do with uh, Kang? We'll, obviously, we'll find out. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a feeling he might disappear very soon. He may have just like died off screen before it even starts. <laughs> no, they'll be like, oh, well, it's a. a Another time thing, bang, different face. Yeah, somebody else. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, well, obviously we'll see what happens with that. But um, you can go to podcastfirstplay.com. You can see all the spoiler casts we've done. And you can see a uh, new review went up for uh, Five Finds uh, K69, the XLR microphone. So that's up. Um, and what else have we done, Dan? We did some Sparkle. We've got some Fallout um, coming up. Sniper Elite, Fallout, yeah. Um, and... Uh, yeah, hopefully we'll just have paid A3 soon. When well, it works. it's not really up to us. Yeah. <laughs> we tried the other day. It didn't work. Uh, yeah. But we'll, we'll get around that. But no, let's go off and let's, let's go and do some Starfield, Dan. Let's. Not together, but... No. Don't wish. <laughs> See you on the next one. Bye!